one. There boom. It boom. It is bro time, ladies and bro gentlemen. Time. It's time to rock like and roll. It. It's for it's time for James to drop some fire on hump day. I forgot to do that. All right, all of you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review, and help other like-minded individuals, other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests like this guy down here. Uh, As we rise up in those podcast rankings, we'll really appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you too. Go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest and schedule your time slot. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media at Business Bros Pod. Okay, there we go. There's all that stuff out of the way. We're so excited and super honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. We all deserve to achieve the life of our dreams, but that dream has been stolen by an ineffective system that fails to truly prepare us to succeed. We're tired, we're beat down, we're frustrated. Our guest today broke free of all of that with a simple plan, a plan that helped him retire by age 36 and made him a millionaire by age 37. By the way, I'm turning 37 next month, so uh, really need to listen in here today. He's here today to share his plan with us and to give our listeners an opportunity to share in his success and forge their own path to retirement. Our guest is an author, speaker, serial entrepreneur, life coach, and independent wealth consultant whose passion is in helping people get out of their own way and become the best version of themselves. Joining us today from coast to coast in sunny Florida, welcome to the show, Charles Schwab! The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Uh, all right charles now it's time for some fun man retired at 35 well at least millionaire at 37 how does that work out so it starts with growing up poor and i grew up i I used to say i grew up poor because i couldn't afford the last three letters of poor we were broke broke and when you have that feeling of just being absolutely broke and then you have to pay your way through college by working at a hospice watching people die it'll reset Mm. what's going on on a really really high level so uh, I came from a family that really didn't have anything, and then I would watch these people on their on their final days in a hospice. Um, who, because again, I grew up in Boca and I went to college in Boca. Um, they would tell me all the secrets of how they made all this money, and it had nothing to do with hard work. And that just that my brain exploded because I grew up oh. just like most of us did. With you have to work hard in order to succeed. So that mm-hmm. was the first thing I changed. All right, all right. Now you got my attention. Yep. You made a million dollars without working hard, right? One hundred percent. Okay, we're calling BS on that. Tell me how. Tell me how. (laughs) Which is, um, you've got OPM and OPT. So other people's time and other people's money. Mm -hmm. It's just like the guy who owns the 15 McDonald's doesn't actually work hard. But we have this whole idea of hustle porn. You know, I mean, as much as I love uh, Gary Vee, I'm not going to get up at four o'clock in the morning and you hear these guys. Like, I've been up at four o'clock in the morning. I've worked out six times, had five meetings. And wait, 
I had one more meeting. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And like, that's why you're not successful. It just doesn't work like that. You have to leverage other people's success, which you know, because that's what this podcast is about is leveraging other people's success. But it's also about leveraging other people's time and other people's money in a very systematized way. The way I became a Wall Street Journal bestseller in 16 days was because I I didn't walk on water. I just knew where the rocks are. The way we had 100,000 followers in 39 days as a 42-year-old dude without chesticles was because we leveraged a very specific plan. Same way we just we just did a funnel during the worst pandemic in human history, the worst economic collapse in memorable history, and we did six figures. In six. So there's a very specific way on how to do this and leveraging it, in, in, just like you would hire an expert to go out and build your house for you. It's the same thing. You decide hustle porn doesn't. You're never going to work hard because I can always outrun you. Because if let's say you work really really hard. And I outsourced all my work to 15 VAs, you lose. I crush you all day long. So mm. that's that's a big thing that when people try and figure this out, like, oh, I need to work hard. That's the only way I'm going to be a successful entrepreneur. It just doesn't work. It's ineffective because we all know those people. Um, you know, we talked about, you know, I, it's, it's in the book. We literally talked about it. But one of the richest people I knew growing up was a guy named Melvin Simon. And if you've ever been in a mall in the United States, they're called Simon Malls. And I asked myself, what is the one secret? He goes, hard work doesn't work. And I was like, you're lying. He's like, really? I'm the 64th richest person on the planet and you think I'm lying. I'm like, yeah. He goes, you see her? That lady, because we were at a restaurant. He goes, see her? She goes, she's cleaning everything. She's being our waiter. She actually works after hours cleaning rooms. Her husband is the cook and he also is the janitor. You think you work harder than those two people? Like, mm. no. He goes, do you think you make more than them? And I was like, yes. He's like, there's your answer, Chief. So it's it's never going to be working hard. That's the first thing you need to divorce. Wow, working hard will not save you. You need to work. All right, let, let me let me challenge that because there are a ton of self-employed people out there that believe that they, that they're going to work their way to the top. That they're going to find a way. And and my only challenge to you is how do I put people on my team? How do I employ employ all these people when always the question is how am I going to pay them? How am I going to increase this overhead? I don't understand how that happens. That's the biggest hiccup these people come across. That's the biggest hiccup I come across. How does, mm. how does that work? Really simply, you have to look at your product and make sure it falls into the big three. Does it make you get you in better shape? Does it help your relationships get you laid, right? Or does it make you lots of money? There's so many people who are offering stuff that no one wants to buy. I don't care if your grandmother made these great cookies and they're wonderful and they love the recipe and it's amazing and it's wonderful. No one cares. Because if I walked in and I said, hey, this is a great tasting cookie. This cookie will get you laid. It's really simple. Your whole environment, everything we do is controlled by your limbic system, the limbic part of your brain. And the limbic part of your brain only cares about three things. It cares about, is it going to kill me? Can I eat it? Can I make babies with it? And one of those outranks all of them, right? So mm -hmm. which one do you guys think it is? If I said, of those three, is it going to kill me? Can I eat it? Uh, can I, which one do you think is the most powerful urge for- You're for talking to bros, man. You're talking to bros. It's got to be the get laid. Get laid. Okay. You guys think it's to get laid? All right. So let's say you're out with your girl and it's a great food and you're having naughty naked time and, and you're just you're just in it. You're connected. You feel united. It just, it's amazing. It's the best sex you've ever had. And then you hear a car screech outside and two gunshots. What happens to your willy? Done. Right? It's over. Done. done. <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> Threat wins all day. You have to make sure that you're selling a product that the, that the market wants. There's so many people coming to the market trying to sell something that they want to sell, that they're passionate about. The market doesn't care about you. 
the market will place you instantaneously. So you have to be able to sell something to the market that they specifically want. So if you're not if you're not generating income, you either don't have any financial financial literacy, which most people don't. Then most people's financial literacy when it comes to business is garbage. They think they need to own a product in order to sell a product. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I made six figures selling a product that I didn't even own because I didn't have to. You walk in into the vendor and you say, hey, what are your costs? What it is? Perfect. Great. I then went to, because I used to own an IT company and they wanted to roll out cameras for their, it's a big, it's a, it's a flea market down here. It's a big inside flea market. And we were rolling out cameras for their entire thing. And then I knew what the prices were, I sat down with them and they needed, and this was a six figure offer. So I said, okay, I said, I need X amount of dollars because this is what it's going to cost. I did my research. They said, I need 50% upfront because I got to pay first off. So the client's like, okay, here. So I took that, I walked over to the vendor and I said, okay, I'm going to give you a down payment for what I need. And then at the end of it, I'm going to pay you the rest, which is a normal deal when you're buying on that high of a level. They're like, okay, here. Well, your employees don't get paid till the after the project's done. That's what you do when you outsource using OPT or other people's time with vendors. You give them a certain amount. So I was already profitable. I never did the product. I never, ever installed product. I hired the vendors and I got out of their way. And I walked away with a massive profit for that because I gave the market what it wanted. Most people don't do that. They're like, oh, I have this great idea about a podcast or this great idea about an iPad case. And no one cares. If you're not in the big three, and I've coached people long enough on this, if you're not on the big three, you will lose all day long. Do not try and move the market. It's kind of like standing in front of a train and saying, I want you to make a left turn. Train's not going to turn. Train will just run you over. So do we, so do we, if we already have a product, if we already have a service, do we modify it to hit one of those three like sense points or, or do we just go searching for another product that meets one of those three? Cause I mean, let's face it, James and I, we're in the insurance business. Ain't nothing sexy. Ain't nothing getting laid on that particular product. Like do we manipulate? You're, you're, you're dealing with threat. You're dealing you're with, threat. with threat on the highest level guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. it got it. So let's do you do automotive insurance? You do business insurance? What type of insurance do you do? So we do yeah, all of those. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is really simple. Say, hey guys, there's a pandemic and you're going to lose your job. And I'm selling you this opportunity to keep, make sure your kids are still eating if you lose your job and you get fired. So this is the, this is the athlete, the little duck idea, right? So they have, if you get fired, you still get income. There's an insurance policy on that. I don't know if you guys sell that, but this is the idea. So if you come in and that's your sales pitch, that's your, that's your lead in. That's, that's the hook, the story and the result, right? Because you're going in, you have to understand human nature. You guys are selling. You just need to change the way you're selling it. But the question that you're asking isn't the question you should be asking. Let me explain. In this hand, you're going in and you're making $500,000 a year. You're in 80 to 100 hours a week, which is not entrepreneurs. We know that's nothing. You're working 80 hours a week for the next five years, $500,000 a year. Over here, you're selling cat dildos. You never have to answer your phone. You never have to do anything, but you're only going to make $200,000 a year. Which one do you want? Do you want my left hand or do you want my right hand? <laughs> I'll take the, the cat one, dildos. Yeah, the one selling <laughs> cat dildos all day long. All day cat long. Dildos, right? So the reality is you don't give a damn about your product. The only thing about is the freedom it creates. That's it's right. 99% of it. Now, the reason I use the term is it's an energy attention. If someone's listening to your podcast right now, they just went, wait, what? Did he say what? Did he I say do it every single time because yeah. I need to get your attention. I need to shut off your brain and get you over here. So if you just found out that you don't care about your product and you're not married to your product, but you're married to freedom, then that's the pivot. What is the product that I can that I can systematize? That's what I'm hired for. What 
how can I systematize, create that residual income so you're no longer working? I had a, one of my clients, and I, I wrote about in the book, which you guys can have for free, which I see the scrolly thing. It's yours, guys. It's free. I'm not charging anybody or anything. Take it. Take it. Um, he was a cardiologist, and he wanted to spend more time with his kids because that's, that's what he wanted. And I was like, all right, so we built him a plan, and we built his exit strategy into his plan because I was like, what, what's more important, being the best cardiologist in South Florida or coaching your kids' games? He's like, dude, I don't want to, I want to coach my kids games. I'm like, cool. So then how much money do you need? So we broke down cash flow, not capital. Cause most people go, Oh, I need $10 million. You don't need $10 million. Cause if I gave you $250,000 a year of residual income for the rest of your life, you don't care about the 10 mil. You just want to be able to be free. So we built it all. We built his pra practice. We leveraged OPM and OPT. We then sold his practice. We took that money bought apartment complex. We did across you know, the United States, anywhere that had, it, that was next to a college. We bumped. We had another company, maintenance company. We reduced the amount of money he was getting, but we leveraged OPM, other people's money, or debt. Debt is unbelievably powerful. And we made it so his taxes were almost zero. And then he had all this free time and all this free residual income. That's the way to do it. Because again, do you want to do what you're doing or do you want cat dildos? And the answer is you want cat dildos. You want the freedom. Yeah, I love that analogy. And that's that's a great that, that's absolutely true because anybody you talk to who's ever started a business, everybody who's ever been on the show, the idea popped into their head. And when that idea came in, I'm almost certain most people didn't think conceptually, oh, I'm going to do A, B, C, and D. They thought about what that idea would bring into their life. It would bring the new car. It would bring the new house. It would bring more time. Uh, and then what happens is they actually get into their business and it, somewhere along the way, that vision of the life that they wanted disappears. They start going after this hand instead of going after the cat dildos. And that's, that is a, a, a mind shift problem. But you know, when you, when you say it, it sounds it so easy to do, right? I mean, it sounds so you know, utopic, like all of a sudden, like, you know what? Charles is right. I just need to change the way I, I'm thinking. And then boom, it happens. Is it really that easy or how, how I mean, I mean, you're going to talk to, you know, everybody who's listening on the show, you're talking to me, like, it's, it's hard for me to just take a switch and say, okay, that's the way to go. And then I, like tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and be like, what the hell am I doing here? Where'd I get this cat dildo from? <laughs> right, right. So there's, there's a couple different answers to that. First off, there is no right and just, right. So it just, it just is. So people go into, oh, was it the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do? It's not. There just, just is. The second thing, and the reason it's called Who Changes Everything, um, is you have some lies that you've been told. The what, the how, and the why. They're, they're all lies. Those are all complete lies. And I learned this from people who are dying. And I can go into that in detail if you want later. But let, let's play a little bit of a game, right? Let's say you were going to die. God forbid. You were going to die in 24 hours. And you could only call one person. Only one. Who would that person be? You better say the wife. <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know what? I'll take that back. Damn, I have two kids. It'd be one of them probably. The one that would answer the phone. Okay, so we're going to make <laughs> because they're going to see this one day. So we'll just say you would call Charlie because uh, that would be weird. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to call Bob. So I, if I told you I need you to create $600,000 of income or $200,000 of income in the next six months on a scale from one to 10, one being hell no, 10 being oh, gonna happen. What do you think that would be? What right now, as it I is, I told you I need you to create six. Yeah, I mean, no, because I haven't done that in a year yet. Yeah, okay, so it would be zero. So this is zero. 
So instead of one, now I did this at Yale as well, so don't feel bad. Now if I said, uh, give me give me one of the names of your kids, if you're okay. Mila. Mila. If I said, listen, I'm sorry to tell you this. I'm your doctor. Mila's sick. And she's going to die. Unless you get this surgery, which is six figures, and it's in three months, not six months. If you don't do that, she's dead. Lose her. Scale from one to 10, how likely is it that you're going to do that? Dude, hands down, you're going to make it happen. The motivational factor is there. See how, see how you didn't give me a number? Your brain already started thinking of ways to do it. What happened is the version of you that bit, that has never been able to make six figures is in charge of your life. And that one can't fix it. When you have to go into a different version. You have to to a different persona. And I, again, that's why I teach you guys in the book is how to do that and teach my clients. Because when Mila was three years old and if you gave her a bowl of cereal, what happens? She makes a mess. That's what girls do. If you went to Mila and said, hey, Mila, here's a broom and a mop. Clean it up. She's like, uh-huh. And she's just going to make more of a mess, right? That's just that's what kids do. Same thing in your life. The version of you that has never made six figures, you're asking that version to do it. Right? Like, hey, go do this. It's impossible. You need to persona shift out of that. You have a version of you that's an unstoppable force. You have a version of you that's not enough, not tall enough, not short enough, not, you know, wrong hair color, too fat, too thin, too that. The who needs to be pivoted into here. Now, most people think, oh, the why is going to be strong enough. If your why strong enough, you can pivot. It doesn't work. As I said, I spent eight years in a hospice watching people die and people are like, oh, if that person's why was strong enough, she, she would quit smoking but now she's dying of lung cancer or that guy who's morbidly obese about to have another heart attack and about to die. He would be, you know, he would wait if his why was strong enough. Well, if you loved your daughters enough, you would make enough money. That idea of why is, is either ignorant or vile. You have to switch. You have to go into the who, because again, name of the book, who changes everything, who gets you into that. And it's a very specific way to do that. If you divorce a lie of hard work and you divorce a lie of why just changing those two will change it. The next thing you said is, you know, you said it so perfectly well. When someone starts up with their business, like, oh, I have this great idea and I'm going to go do this. They put them first. No one cares about you. And I mean this the nicest way possible. No one cares about me either. The market wants what the market wants. So uh, a friend of mine, her son went and says, huh, everybody wants workout equipment right now because we can't go to the gym because it's a pandemic. So he found out, he went to Walmart and he found out when Walmart was delivering and putting all of the workout stuff in their stores, like when they would, they would update the image, they would do it about 630 in the morning. So he got a bunch of his friends. These are college kids. These are 20 year olds. They went to all the local Walmarts and they just sat there and they waited and they brought out all the stuff, all the weights, all the bikes, everything. And they bought everything. They bought the whole store and they aligned to Facebook and they said, okay, now I'm going to sell and they sold up an upcharge. Now, here's the game of this. There are people out there who's like, oh, go do garage sales. Never do a garage sale. There's no guarantee. Because with my friend's kid, if they didn't sell their product, what happens? They now they got a bunch of Walmart weight. and they returned. There's no Oh, risk. yeah. There's no, risk. There's, no, there's no risk. risk. So there was no risks. And, and they were making money on the credit card and they were making money on the upsell and all of this. And they made a fortune, an absolute fortune. Because what they did was they didn't sit there and say, hey, I am my job. You are not your job. You are not what you do. You need to pivot that mindset and say, what does the market want? How can I eliminate pain? Because people do not buy products or services. They buy stories, identity, ways that if you can get rid of someone's pain in someone's the game chases instantaneously. That's the game. So if you're doing a product, you have married to insurance or something else, and that's your thing, <laughs> stop. There's other things out there that make significantly more money. This is what it is.
That's absolutely true. I mean, I, I agree with you. And and I think, uh, you know, we talk often about limiting beliefs. And I know, should I carry a bunch of them myself? I know. I know that for a fact. One of the things that I've been asking myself for a long time was, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Uh, and I shifted that to, who do I want to be? And now you're talking about the who. Can you give me a little more of a breakdown on how you define the who in your book? Yeah, absolutely. So when when you're hanging out with your familia and it's it's dinner time and your abuela's there or your aunt's there or your grandma's there, there's certain language that you use and certain way you dress, right? That is a persona. That is a version of you. When you and your brother are out and you're hanging out and you're partying and the, the, the girls are away and the kids are away and you guys are out at a bar, you walk, talk, breathe, and move in a different way. When, when you're doing a podcast, you walk, talk, and breathe a certain way. When you're having naughty naked time with the wife, you walk, talk, and do things in a different way. If I mix those two, and I put naked time with podcast time, that's either going to be really awkward podcast or really shitty naked time. Those are personas. <laughs> and they're not done on that level because we go deeper than that. We have a lowest persona. We've all had it. I'm not tall enough. I'm not short enough. The one that says, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to be successful. I can never get there. That's a persona. That's a very specific version of you. You have another version of you that's an unstoppable force. Like if I went over and I was going to hit your daughter, you would, you would switch out of that. I'm not good enough to. I'm going to kill him. Those are different mm. versions of you. And you have, you've never sat down because we're not taught to do this, to, to design the version of you that you want to be, to sit down what I call the ideal persona. And you literally have to go in it. Now, being able to go in and out of these personas, which again, I go over it, it all starts with breathing. Where you breathe in your body will dictate where it is. And I've done this with clients forever because the reality is you already know all the answers you need, you have it. Because you know you have access to an iPad, having access to a phone, or whatever it is, getting the information. You know, people are like, "Oh, I don't know how to do it." Bullshit. It's bullshit. You can type in the phone, and all of human knowledge is in your phone, so that's gone. So now it's just a matter of putting the different version of you in charge of it, and designing that, and triggering that, be able to it on will. You'll see athletes do this. Um, we call it uh, in, in NLP. It's called priming. You'll see Tiger Woods sit there and he'll reset himself when he's going off course. You'll see people who are playing tennis. They'll reset themselves when they're not doing what they want to do. I used to be a pitcher, which might be an insult to pitchers because I couldn't find the strike zone. <laughs> You'll see them sit there and some guys will play with their, their resin ball and some guys will just come to a set and whatever they need to do, they will reset before you go into a big meeting or a big call. You you know, I watched you guys do it before we came on with the podcast. You guys went, and you guys did your little physical movement that's priming you're going into the version of you that is podcast version you don't do the same thing when you're having naughty time naked time with your wife you're like okay honey honey ready all right here we go like, what the hell is you <laughs> freak out? that's that's the idea so this that, is what it is I, I, <clears throat> that idea of priming uh is it works in a lot of different states uh we're re we've been reading a lot of uh dot-com secrets to creating sales funnels that sort of stuff and they talk about priming in that aspect uh you know getting someone into your funnel with a proper prime is going to help increase your your return on investment but priming yourself to get yourself in the mode or the motivation or the the mindset to do something that that seems like it's a 24-hour thing though like every single time i'm gonna have to change shift who i am uh, is, is that a normal thing to understand your environment and shift accordingly? Or once you create your ideal persona, you're that all the time. And anytime you feel yourself coming out of it, you line yourself back up. You're, ne you're never that all the time because there's value in being your lowest persona because it's your warning light. And again, this is giving away a little bit of the book here. Again, free take it. Um, is you, you need that warning light, that one that says you're not enough. So there's, 
You guys know who General Patton is, right? George S. So Patton? General Patton, World War II, World War One commander. Anyway, for those who doesn't know who General Patton is, he helped us win World War II. He was also <laughs> um, one of the first people in infantry with mobile armament. And World War I, there's something called trench warfare. The French were dug in and no one had moved in a while and his tanks were just getting eaten alive. So the commanding officer said, listen, you, this is your design. You go there and go do it. Well, the night before the battle, he was terrified. He, was, he couldn't sleep. He was like, we're going to die. My, my, my men are going to die. All the tanks that have come in through here beforehand have got stuck in the mud. We're going to die. So he had an option. He could let that lowest persona or he could ignore or he could understand and other stuff. He could say, what are you trying to tell me? And his lowest persona was trying to tell him, you're not ready. So he literally crawled out of the, his bunker and army crawled to the enemy lines and mapped out where the dry spots were versus the wet spots. Stayed up all night, redesigned, told his tank commander, this is dry, this is wet, you're going to get stuck, go in the dry. And they broke through the line for the first time in like a year and something. So that lowest version of you, that lowest persona has value. That one that's telling you, hey, you don't know enough about ClickFunnels. You don't know enough of how to build your brand. You don't have, good, listen to it. What is it trying to say, but don't challenge it. So, okay, you don't know. When we did, we literally used Russell's stuff. Russell's team's great. They're amazing. We literally use it. We literally work with them. They're amazing. They're really, really good people. You literally have to sit there and say, I don't know enough about ClickFunnels. So you have two options. You could either say, hey, I'm going to go learn everything about funnels and sales and hook, or I'm going to spend a little bit of money and I'm going to hire as an expert that way. Right. So this is what you do with with accountants. This is what you do with plumbers. This is what you do with former IT people. You hire someone smart enough and get out of their way because you're never going to make enough. You're never going to make more time. You make more money, but not more time. So when I need to do my sales copy, I'm good on stage, but I can't spell to save my life. So I will just go out and I will hire someone again back to OPT and OPM, someone else's time. I will hire them to write great sales copy for me. While you're doing that, I will do over here and offset it. My VA, and I love my VA, her name is Christine. She's amazing. When I wrote my book, she knows I can't spell. It's, it's embarrassing. My grammar abilities are horrible. So I would write five to 10,000 words, and then I would send it to her because she's in the Philippines and I'm in Florida. It's a 12-hour difference, and I go to bed. I wake up, and she re-edited it. If I do that, it would never have worked. It would have taken me months. But I, I, we wrote the book, and I wrote the book in nine days. We published it, and then 16 later, days later is a Wall Street Journal bestseller. There was a specific process because I hired people who were smarter than I was. That's huge. And, and, and James and I always, yeah, James and I always go back and forth on on that sort of stuff because it, it always comes down to it. And then the funny thing is, I, I almost know what you're gonna say, but it always comes down to money, right? And James is like, hey man, we need to do this. We need this team, this person, this person. And my my answer always to him is, all right, that's cool. How are we gonna pay for it? Right. And that, that is a stifling. And every time he looks at me, he always gives me that same look, probably the look he has right now on his face. Like, dude. Right. And, and I, but I know yeah, we need it'll it. It'll pay for right? itself. It'll pay for itself. It's what he always tells me. And I never take that out the word. Right. But I'm, and, and I'm, as I'm listening to you and I, That's and I face. hear myself come out, I'm already telling myself like, you're, you're stopping yourself. You're stifling yourself. You're preventing yourself from achieving that goal. It's kind so of a, so he's right, but you ran into a sliding glass door there, right? So you can see the clear vision, but you ran into like, how do I pay for this? And then you jumped into faith. That shit doesn't work. That gets so many people bankrupt. That's why 10 businesses fail like that. You have to have another income stream coming. Be able to have that, that going on in order to create that income. So everyone's focused on capital. 
Don't focus on capital. Capital's useless. It's all about cash flow. It's funny. We just started on Instagram. We did 10 days of financial literacy. And this is one of the first lessons is there's a difference between capital and cash flow. They're two totally different. And everyone's like, I want to be a millionaire. No, you don't. You want endless cash flow for the rest of your life. So yes, it will work its way out. If, if you don't take the leap and you don't outsource it and you don't learn how to systematize that and, and people bring you out, you will never succeed. But if you say, okay, well, it'll just work out, A, that doesn't work either. I'm not a man of faith at all. With my last name being Schwartz, trust me, we did we we get we cut off the tip of the, you know, to punish people for not making deals. We're like, listen, we'll cut off the rest if you don't make more of a deal. That's how it is. <laughs> That's the ball game. So you've got to be able to save money. Um, but you've got to look at other ways that if your life depended on it, how could you create other cash flows? How could you do that? The simple idea with Walmart, what these kids did, these 20-year-olds are kicking butt. The people who did my six-figure launch, they're in their 20s. And what I love about them is they're fearless. They're just fearless. They'll try something. If it doesn't work, they dump it. They try something, they dump it else. Because hmm. they have a thing. And, and you know, it sounds like you guys are married. Change your life. You know, Work on your financial literacy enough. Have enough so that like, we're going to eat ramen noodles. And the kids are going to eat better than we are. But for the next six months, we're going to live off yours. We're going to cut our expenses. So I have this reserves. You have to have the bank for you and then six months of business money in there and if you're like well i can't do that my business doesn't do make enough money you're in it. that's just this is what it is you need to go into something else and if you're in that that solution where like i don't know what to do then you should be investing in yourself you should be reading rich dad poor dad you should be reading cash flow quadrant you should read the you know a lot of robert kiyosaki's books you should read the eckhart tolle books you should sit there and start pivoting and these should be the conversations you have not what's on game of thrones what happened on harry potter what's going on with the election none of that matters sit down and say okay we got to come up with 10 grand in the next two months make it a game and then you have to have a cost if i don't make 10 grand in the next two months i'm going to shave my head or I'm going to shave my eyebrows, or I'm going to wear a dress and post it on Instagram, or whatever it is. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but <laughs> one of my clients did this, and I said he was he was very very Republican, and I said, "Here's the deal: you don't meet this goal, I'm selling your Harley, and I'm giving all the money to Hillary Clinton." He's like, "Whoa!" And then one of my clients who's a Democrat, I said, "Here's the deal: I'm going to sell your car, and I'm going to give all the money to the NRA." They absolutely <laughs> hit their goal. You need to have something out there that's painful. For you, and if you're not made it public, and you're not having that, ability, it will sit in a. Oh, I hope I do it one day, or oh, we're gonna figure it out. It will never happen. If I put a lion in your room, you're gonna learn how to run. Right? It is what it is. You need to have that, and you need to be able to motivate it towards it, and just set goals and go and hunt it down. There's a there's a thing right now that um Russell's doing, and I'm not I'm not affiliated with it. This is not a plug. He's doing something called um the One Funnel Away Challenge. It's a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Go in there and go all in and do it. And he will literally teach you how to do it. And it's it's really, really and Russell's team's amazing. They're great. They're kind. I'm a big Russell. He must agree about how we do Instagram, but we're working on that. <laughs> um, his team is my team, so we work together on it. Um, in that situation, you know, the, the, the team that helps me is the team that helps him. So I get to hear a lot of this. I'm like, oh, I was there. I know. Instagram's a weird world. Um, just do things like that. Hire people that are smarter than you. These kids that I was telling you about who were got all the money from Walmart, they took all that money and then they, they want to do high-frequency trading. So they went online. Instead of learning all this stuff with training, they tracked down a guy who they trades with them live. And he's like, all right, I'll do three months with this guy. And they just sit there and they trade with them live and they learn with them. And he teaches by someone who's actually getting results. Mm -hmm. If you do that for three to six months, 
you will make more money than you are in insurance right now. You'll make more money than whatever your job is. There's, there's, you just have to put a version of you in order to get that answer. Charles, man, uh, 30 minutes isn't nowhere near enough for the amount of information that you jumped on there. Ladies and gents, grab your copy of Charles' book. He's literally giving it out for free, giving it away. I am charlesschwartz.com slash WCE free copy. Uh, check it out. Grab it. I'm going to grab my copy. Charles, dude, same. you you are amazing, man. You're going to make me dump the insurance game and go into something else. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it. Yeah. I'm going to blow it up. For now and then go to something else. Yeah. 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 Yeah, just, just no, you know, keep it good. as your cash flow your income stream and then move to something else. Mm -hmm. No, for sure, for sure. No, no, I mean, but but you're right, you're right. The limiting beliefs, I mean, we, you know, I, I talk about it all the time with other people and and don't you ever forget that I look in the mirror when I say a lot of these things. Uh, you know, when I when we talk about, you know, who our ideal client is, we're talking about ourselves oftentimes because we want to get ourselves into a position where we're in a, a better spot. Uh, dude, Thank you for coming on the show. I mean, we we're 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 kind of glitchy here on the on the on the mobile version of Charles, but uh, you know the gist of the message is there, and, and it's uh, it's definitely a powerful one. Sorry. So thank you. No, no worries, man. No worries. Like I said, that's the world. We're zooming these days. That's how we roll. It's just the the video internet era. Um, yeah, man. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, can, if you want to let anybody know, I mean, I, I, I plug your book, you plug your book, but is there any other information that you want to uh, tell our audience how they can get a hold of you and contact with you, especially for our listening audience? Yeah, so absolutely. Everything right now is on Instagram. Um, we're, we're literally showing people how I did six figures in 60 days. We're showing people financial literacy and we're just giving it away for free. The, my we went from 400 people to... 115,000 in you know less than 39 days. So it, it grew really fast and they're demanding that I set up a uh, mastermind. I haven't decided if I'm going to do that yet. So the two places to get me would be um, I am Charles Schwartz on Instagram or um, I am Charles Schwartz on Facebook. I'm probably going to be heading a lot more towards Facebook because I can just have more interactions and it's not glitchy. Um, but we can have this, you know, the interaction, we can help out and we can talk. And I, because that's what, that's what fills my cup. I love being able to say, you know, I promised someone who, when I was an entrepreneur, that if I ever became successful, that I would ultimately sit down and, and share where the rocks were, share where the secrets are. And that's really where I'm going towards is being able to give back. And that's the whole reason I did the book. Man, I'm telling you, after this, I will be chasing cat dildos probably for the rest of my life. Thank you very much for sharing that one with me. It's been a, it's been one heck of a ride, man. But uh, no, and and you know, it's it's a great analogy, but it fits, man. It's something that will get stuck in your head, like you said, and and it's true. I really don't care about that that particular product. It's after you know, the, one of the age old things that we talk about. People have a uh, have an issue with retirement. They think it's it's sixty five. They think it's an age, but it's a cash flow problem. And what you said today just just reiterates that. It's not only, I mean, it's not, retirement is not only a cash flow problem. Life is a cash flow problem. You, you solve that cash flow problem and you get your life back. So thank you very much for sharing with us. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right, ladies and gents, we'll see you again tomorrow. Tomorrow is SHIT. So happy, so happy Thursday. Thursday. Peace. And we're Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. 
If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.